Talk 1110-993 WBT, hour number three. Pete Callender here, 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. So, uh, all the big news over the last 48 hours. Kanye has this meeting with Trump, brings along this guy, white nationalist, Tiki Torch, Groiper guy. And um, Kanye says in a podcast interview with Tim Pool yesterday that Trump didn't know who Nick Fuentes was. I don't have any reason to disbelieve Kanye. I mean, aside from the fact that I believe he is suffering from some sort of mental health concerns. But that was his understanding. He said Trump didn't know who this guy was. I had just been rolling with Nick. Nick seemed solid. So Nick came with me. And when I got there, I was like, yo, you want to dine alone? And Trump was like, no, no, you got some friends. Yeah, bring them in, which seems like a very Trump thing to do. Now, whether there was Secret Service there, they were like, whoa, 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 you shouldn't do that. First off, do you think Trump would let them stop him? If he wanted to have dinner with Kanye and all his friends, do you think just the Secret Service saying, we, we don't advise that, do you think he would listen to them? Really? That's not the fighter I know. That's not the disruptor I know. So uh, right now, I'm just going to go with Kanye says that he didn't know him, and that's fine for me. Because really, I don't care. It, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. The calculus changes just ever so slightly. That's it. The calculus would change ever so slightly for me. More towards the negative if he knew. But that's it. But at some point, I mean, you're already at this. You're already, you know, at the end of the tank here. There, there's, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of. Uh, support or patience that I already afford the president, the former president. So that's just me. You can have a different opinion. You can believe everything that comes out of his mouth. I do not. So Kanye says, so here's the thing. Kanye says, and this is really the meat of it. Okay. Kanye says that um, Trump doesn't know. And then he immediately, like immediately goes into the, anti-semitism issue take a listen and but this whole i just i just gotta go right to the heart of this anti-semite claim that's happening this is something if you read the definition it it says you can't claim that there's multiple people inside of banks or in media that are all jewish or you're anti-Semitic. And that's the truth. Okay, first off, there are Jewish people that work in banking, and oftentimes Jewish people, there will be a couple of them actually working at a particular bank. It's true. But you see what he's doing, or you hear what he's doing there. He's trying to have this, well, oh, you know, I'm just pointing out that, you know, you have this organization, there are a couple of Jewish people there. Okay, but, so what, does that mean it's all about the Jews? Right? He's trying to he's trying to make this is why I always say state the premise. What is your assertion? State it. Tell me what it is. Like it's the truth. What are we talking about? And what, what, what? library, what do you mean? You mean I'm saying like I've been labeled anti-semite, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's different beliefs about our our bloodlines, you know, like the documentary that Kyrie posted and in general America has been 
left ignorant and history has been changed. So when we start questioning things that question the indoctrination, then you immediately get, you know, um, you said debanked or de what did you say happened to you or demonetized, deplatformed. De yeah, demonized, demonetized. And what's so beautiful about this time is everyone got to see what's really been happening. And now we can really understand. We can see that Ron Emanuel was right next to Obama Who? and then Jared Kushner was right next to Trump. All right. So there you go. That, that's part of it. Ron Emanuel. First off, his name is Rom. Rom. R-A-H-M. Rom Emanuel. And because he was an advisor to Barack Obama and Jared Kushner married Ivanka Trump, and Ivanka, I guess, converted, he doesn't mention Ivanka, but she converted to Judaism. I'm not sure if she's part of the Jews or not, part of the grand scheme, the grand cabal. I'm not sure about that. But, uh, but that, to him, is proof. See, this is the problem with conspiracy theory and paranoia. Is that all evidence becomes evidence in support of your theory. Everything. Even evidence to the contrary. Like, hey, you know what? He had these other advisors that weren't Jewish. Oh, no, that doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. That doesn't matter. That's just evidence that they, you know, they're, they're making sure not to get, you know, too uh, widespread or too out in the open or something. It's always evidence, no matter if it proves or disproves the claim. What is, are you serious right here? What, Pete, why is a black guy hanging out with a white supremacist? Uh, probably because he is mentally ill. And the white supremacist guy is a grifter. That's my bet. But that would be a good question. Maybe they could answer that. They could talk about that. But also, you know, if they've got some common enemies in the Jews, then, uh, <laughs> then yeah, maybe that explains it, too. But, so you oh, wait, all right, sorry. Hang on. This is, this is literally what he did. This is, I did not do that. That's what Kanye did. When he thought he made this fantastic point, about Ron Emanuel and Jared Kushner, that's what he did. Ron Emanuel was right next to Obama, and then Jared Kushner was right next to Trump. But, so, you so I think from now on, I think I'm going to start doing that. Every time, <laughs> I'm going to replace my bell with, I think I'm going to start doing that. Almost sounds like he's saying dinner. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're getting right into it, I guess, right? I was, I was hoping to go for the news first before we got into all of this stuff. Uh, I, think, I think the issue is, uh, one way to put it, is you're expounding upon a localization issue that you've witnessed, right? Mm -hmm. let, let, me, let me clarify. There are a handful of people that you see are Jewish in a certain place, and then you associate Judaism with the power, as a, right. whereas I view that as not relevant to it. Like... Yeah, you're substantially more powerful than I am, but I don't view what you're doing as an issue of black people. Yeah, but have you ever heard the term the black vote? Yeah. So it's okay to put us in one net, but it's not okay for me to put them in one net. Okay, first off, there is also a thing called the Jewish vote. I'm not sure he's aware of that either. I think there's a lot of things that Kanye is not aware of. Um, the Jewish vote, there's also evangelical vote. 
white vote, southern vote, male vote, female vote. These are all just different demographic classifications. That's all. That has nothing to do with the ascribing of motive to people based on their religion alone, which is what he's doing. That's why he's being called an anti-Semite. It's because he's saying all Jews fill in the blank. And the reason he says it is because, oh, here's an example. I found one example of some something, and so therefore all the people of that same immutable characteristic. This, this is a, uh, these are positions born of collectivism. This is why the, the alt-right, whatever you wanted to call them, the Tiki Torch guys, they're collectivists. And in fact, they finally came out and explained themselves as such. Yeah, they finally came out. They released a platform. What was it Richard Spencer? That guy endorsed Biden. So you have a you have a collectivist nature to racism and to uh, anti-Semitism, right? It's the lowest form of collectivism. It's you're you're grouping everybody into this group based on some characteristic that they don't have a choice in. You lump them all together, and you ignore. The individual identity. And that is, that's the, you know, the classical liberal, modern-day conservative. That's what should be paramount. The individual identities. Everybody is their own person. And what he's doing here is the lowest form of collectivism. News Talk 1110-993-WBT, email from Joseph, who says, Pete, if you and every other person I hear talk about the Kanye dinner doesn't know who Nick Fuentes is, then why would Trump know? Caller John earlier should just save his breath and scream orange man bad instead of trying to construct an intricate narrative about this nothing burger. Here's the thing. I'm not so sure there's anybody that's going to say, um, and I heard... uh, the three to six host, uh, Brett Winnable, talking about this. I think he's exactly right. You know, if you're trying to build a coalition, right, politics is about addition, not division. And if you're trying to do that, then who's the, who are the people that Trump just appealed to? If he knew who Nick Fuentes is, why, who are the people that he's attracting to his team by agreeing to meet with him? And I know that there are people that are going to hear me say that. They're like, well, you know, he's playing this seven-dimensional chess. And no, he's not. Okay? He's not. He's just not. Sometimes things work out for him and sometimes they don't. But uh, you know, there's, no, there's, there's no upside to, this, to meeting this guy with Kanye. I see there's an upside to meeting with Kanye, especially if Kanye is going to pitch him on being his veep. Like Kanye would be the president and then Trump would be the veep. I think that's what Kanye had in mind. Not kidding, by the way. Kanye says he is the only one qualified to lead this country because of everything that he he knows and has gone through. So Kanye is asked, the first first two questions out of the gate from Tim Pool on this podcast, first questions out of the gate were simply, how did this dinner happen, right? How did you guys come to end up at Mar-a-Lago together with Trump? And as soon as he asks the question, Kanye says, you know, Trump didn't know who Nick Fuentes is, and then immediately pivots to start talking about the anti-Semitism stuff. 
And that's when Tim Pool says, okay, well, I was going to cover this other stuff first, these other, like, the news. I wanted to hear about the news, and he's talking about, you know, the dinner meeting, what was discussed, your election plans, and then you get into the anti-Semitism stuff. Now, by the way, I would submit that's because Tim Pool understands that when doing an interview with somebody, if it's going to turn hostile, then you get all of the stuff that you need to know, you get it all out of the way first. And then... You start doing the hostile questioning because if they get up and leave, at least you've got, you know, all this other material to bank. All right. So here's Kanye. He resumes. Yeah, but I mean, that's the basis uh, of the hypocrisy that people here's have, Milo, been, sorry. have been thinking about and knowing about and realizing for decades. We were all wondering how this dam was going to break. Everybody in the country was wondering what, what is the root of this hypocrisy? Why can people talk about white people a certain way? Why can't they talk about that group a certain way? All right. So you hear what he's doing in... Uh, Yes, correct on uh, Twitter here. Ikifu Mott and Bailey, right? This is the this is the debate tactic. Mott and Bailey, and I always get them confused. One is the tower, and one is the low lying area around the castle. I think the Mott is the the low lying area, the farmlands and stuff. It's 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 on it's indefensible. It's harder to defend, right? But it's all out there. It's all widespread. It's all out there, and so. The debate tactic is, like, you advance this premise that's very difficult to prove, and as you start getting challenges, as, like, the army shows up and they're attacking the Mott, you can't defend it, so you retreat to the Bailey. And you say, oh, I'm just simply doing this. And, like, oh, I, I you know, I, I'm just teaching, you know, history and, and, like, all of America's real history, the good and the bad. And, and then, oh, okay, well, well, that makes sense. That's an easily defendable position. That's the Bailey. And so, or maybe it's the Mott. Again, I forget which is which. But that's the debate tactic. You 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 start off with this premise, it draws the attack, then you retreat up to the tower with which is the, you know, oh, I'm just saying whatever, and that's what he's doing. So that's what Milo is doing right here. It's what um uh, Kanye was doing with, you know, well, what about Rahm Emanuel and and this other guy and first you're like, okay, well, so are you saying that all all of the Jewish people in the world are all in this together because a Jewish person was on Team Obama and another Jewish person was on Team Trump or something because they both had different approaches to like Israel, for example. They both took different approaches. In fact, did Obama meet with Minister Farrakhan? So, but see, again, all evidence, whether for or against your conspiracy theory, counts as evidence to support your theory. That's the thing about conspiracy theorists. And uh, the, the, the most the, the, the wretched and wicked and oppressive prevailing orthodoxy of uh, cancel culture. Well, it turned out that the one thing that was going to break the dam was the biggest star in the world. And it took the biggest star in the world to do it. Um, uh, and, and, and now the dam is broken. So let me, let, let me tell you my issue. I, I don't like identitarianism. You guys are familiar with what that is? Well, yeah. they started it, and I'm, they've been visiting sure, on I, us. I, the, the, We're when trying I, to break it. When I was asking you about running for uh, president, you, you immediately said, well, you know, you'd be good for the black vote. And I said, is that because I'm black? No, not just because of that. So is that... Are you doing the same thing? I didn't say that was the only reason. I said it was because you're personable to the common person, and you probably would do well with the black vote. Absolutely. Just because I, I'm black is a lot of black people that don't like me. Uh, of, of course, I think uh, I think race plays a role in a lot of things. Absolutely, and I think that for I, I think I think the I the construct of race has really been forced upon us as just something for us to be woke about and just constantly talk about and use it as these like walls. Could you but, say, say yes? Yeah, see, now I can agree with that. 
that this that these these things are constructed to divide people and to focus on this stuff. I agree with that. And the same thing about Judaism? Yes, well, exactly, Tim Pool. Tim Pool follows it up with the exact right question. Well, aren't you doing that about Judaism? He absolutely is. Let's look at the facts of what I'm saying, though. Okay. If you say in this neighborhood where they gerrymander this this amount of time. What? So, hey, I wasn't doing that. I was just gerrymandering the what? lawyers and the Hollywood executives <laughs> and the people at the bank that debanked me and then froze my accounts. You know, it's like we want to jump into protecting the idea that we can't put a net around something, right? But that's been my job as a producer to take... Uh, you know, a Roy Ayer sample and put a James Brown drum and put it within a two, two minute, three minute song. That's the way I actually think. And that's the way I talk. Yeah, but and maybe uh, maybe you're not good at this. Maybe maybe you're good at the music part of it, but maybe you're not good at the philosophy part of it. Right. That That's all. He even says in this interview, he says that when you are famous, you are uh, your growth is stunted. I would submit his growth has been stunted. And I recognize that I am approaching this from a rational perspective, but I don't know how much of that should apply here. I, I really don't. Um, because the, some of the stuff that he's saying is so obviously indefensible. And that's why when you look at the guys that he's associated with, like, these guys are grifters. And they're going to ride their patron. They're going to get as much out of him as they can. And it's sad. It, it really is. It really is sad. News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT. All right, so listening in on some of the audio from the uh, Timcast, Tim Pool's show on uh, YouTube, he had Kanye West along with the uh, white nationalist guy um, uh, Nick Fuentes, de facto leader of the Groiper Army, as well as the right-wing provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos. And, uh, by the way, he wore a tweed jacket with YE24 emblazoned on the back. His comeback apparently complete after years in the wilderness hawking amulets on the Church Militants YouTube channel. Kanye's mood was quickly soured as a throng of fans followed him through that, uh, throughout the house, asking for pictures before he made his way up to the studio. Fuentes, meanwhile, did his best to define the purpose of the Ye 24 campaign. Quote, it's about creating a win-win. If Ye forces Trump to be tougher and pushed to the right and Trump ultimately wins, that's good. If Yi wins, that's even better. Yi explained how a number of other uh, canceled commenters, or commentators rather, had gotten in touch with him after his DEFCON 3 on Jewish people tweet. It was an Alex Jones producer that connected him with Milo. You knew, you knew the stench of Alex Jones had to be close by, right? You just knew. You just knew. All right, back to the comments here. And now this morning, I found out that they were trying to put me in prison because what they did was uh, I, put, I moved $140 million into same. Me too. Uh, same. JP Morgan. And I said, how it's the same thing every morning for me, too. Like, it's my ritual. I want to talk to Jamie Dimon. Like, look at me. I'm just going in naive 
you know, multi-billionaire, like may, maybe Jamie Dimon will let me in on some deal flow. Wrong. <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> banging my hands like, I want to meet with Jamie. And I start complaining online and then they debank me for complaining. And so I'm, I'm about to get debanked. They're like, you need to go to Trump's the bank, AXO, whatever you got to go. And I'm like, I've been trying to buy my own bank for the longest. And then we figured out how to get my own bank. It's like 50 million, 75 million. So I'm about to buy my own bank. But then as you're about to take the money out, here comes Adidas with a $275 million bill for marketing funds that they agreed upon. Because I said to them, hey, I'm the marketing, give me the marketing fund, which proves by the response they got when they right. you know, stole so, the design. Do, do you hear this? He's all over the place. This is, this is very Trumpian, actually. This is the flight of ideas. Boom, 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 boom. Hopscotching away to all of these different things that are not connected, but in his mind... These things are all connected. They prove the constellation of interests aligned against him, this paranoia. And I'm not saying, by the way, that there aren't people out to get him. There are. There definitely are people out to get him. But he's making all of these connections, and then what does he do? He, he shifts it to, oh, it's, it's because of Jewish people. Because Adidas went after you? Because of your anti-Semitism and the PR campaign that was waged against you because of the, the remarks you made? Tim Pool then says, look, I've been criticized by some uh, people in the audience that when I said you were going to be coming on the show, they said I should not be giving you guys a platform. Those are bots that are trying to tell you. We realize, look at Pence. He sold Trump out. You get what I'm saying? It's like I would have never uh, wanted to do anything that hurt Trump. I'm on I'm on Trump's side. Trump said things that hurt me. He lied about me. But I mean, he's known for lying. And when people used to tell me that, you know, he's a liar, it's like, you know, I went into the trenches for Trump. That's another conversation. There was no one in my position that wore that hat. And all of my surroundings exhausted me. It was like death by a thousand questions. I know I'm jumping to another thing. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I know you got a rep for your 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 people online, but it's no, like no, you no, got no. a person in real life that no. I I'm not with it, bro. I lost the I, I lost the money for the freedom of speech. And that's what makes me the only American that we know that really deserves to run the country because everyone else, your boy DeSantis, Trump, whoever <laughs> they 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 raise in a petri dish over on the Democrat side is is going to play the game. Look, and, like, here, here's what I was trying to get yeah. to. I, mm -hmm. I I you went right into the anti-Semite thing. I think it's something that should be talked about. But if you if you start bringing this up, you're going to ask my opinion on it. I'm going to disagree with you. I didn't I, ask I, your opinion on it. You no, jumped but, but, into it. But I, but you, I don't care about your opinion. I like your opinion on how we win an election. But I don't care about thing. anybody's opinion, bro. I lost. They tried to put me in jail. They blocked two two. Billion dollars I had, like what I told Farrakhan, I said, look, oh, is it anti-Semitic for me to say his name out loud? Like, I, I the told minister. Yeah, the <laughs> minister. Like, I told Obama which, met, met with him, too. Oh, he was, yeah, I mean, the uh, Jewish people allowed uh, Obama to meet with the minister. There you go. Jewish people allowed Obama to meet with the minister. See, all pieces of evidence, whether they're for you or against you, always prove you're right in your conspiracy theory. That's what he just said. Because when he's like, oh, they got mad at me, you know, anti-Semite, because I'm meeting with Farrakhan, who is an anti-Semite, and they just pointed out, one of the co-hosts there just pointed out, Obama met with 
Farrakhan. And he says, oh, that's because the Jews let him. See, there's always, a, there's always an escape hatch here. And then it went completely off the rails. Yeah. I, I, think, I think they've been extremely unfair to you. I think. Who was they, though? We can't say they is, can we? Press. I'm not using the. I don't, I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking. It is about them, it. though, isn't it? I mean, because <laughs> no. and, and because when you think <laughs> about not. it, consider it. In 2018. What do you mean it's not? It, what What do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about? Are you leaving? That's it. Are you afraid of the press? Are you afraid of the press? He's gone. I'll- All right. So listen to what just happened. You have Tim Pool who says. I think they've been extremely unfair to you. And Kanye thinks that he's got him. He says, who's they, though? We can't say who they is, can we? And Poole responds, the corporate press. So he's obviously talking about a different they. That, yes, there are interests aligned against you. Business interests, media interests. Some of them may be Jewish. Some of them may not be. Um... And that's when you hear Nick Fuentes pipe up for the first time. He says, it is them, though, isn't it? And Poole says, no, it's not. And that's when Kanye gets mad and decides to leave. Listen again. Yeah. I, I, think, I think they've been extremely unfair to you. I think. Who is they, though? We can't Cor- say who they Cor- is, Cor- can press. we? I'm not using the, I, don't, I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking about It is about them, it. though, isn't it? I mean, because, <laughs> no. and, and because when you think it's about not. it. You see? No, it's not. It is them, though, isn't it? No, it's not, he says. Consider it. Consider it. 2018. What do you mean it's not? It- and there's, there's Kanye. What do you mean it's not? He's talking to Tim Pool, And Tim Pool immediately turns away from Nick Fuentes, because nobody cares about him, and starts engaging with... Kanye again. And as soon as he starts to do that, as soon as he starts to answer that question again, that's when Kanye gets up. What, what do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about... He didn't even wait. Yeah, he didn't even wait for an answer. Are you afraid of the press? He's gone. I'll say it right now. Um, you, guys, I, I, you guys want to bring that stuff up? And then have think the we're not going to have a, not gonna have like, a conversation? Like have the discussion. Like you, you think yeah, he's going to come in here and say... Here's my pain. Here's my suffering. I'm going to say, I hear you. And then he's going to say, and it was Jewish people. And I'm going to be like, okay, but don't you consider it? So I'm not going to do this. I, I, I refuse. Go, uh, make sure he's cool. All right, go for it. Luke and I will have a conversation. Milo just left. So uh, I can't say I'm surprised. What, 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 well, what, 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 what do I even do? Let's, Other than ask him, please elaborate on this. Are you referring to individuals? Or are you quite literally blaming an entire group of people for the fact that powerful individuals are causing you harm? That is exactly what he was doing. News Talk 1110-993-WBT, 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. Kathleen, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the program. Hey, Kathleen. Uh, thank you. No, that's me. That's I'm, you. Anyway, what I wanted <laughs> to say was, um, as I was listening to you and you you brought up a flight of ideas, Yeah. basically people who are bipolar get flight of ideas. And that guy did sound like he was a bit on the bipolar side because if you're manic, that's when thoughts come rapidly, but they can also come rather disjointed as well. He so, describes at one point uh, being prescribed lithium by. Well, that's that is for that is for bipolar. Yes. Right, and he and he cited that as uh, as an example of how the people around him were part of the conspiracy because they would not tell him 
what his dosage was. And when he found out, he said that they um, uh, that they were that they tried to hide it from him because they were ashamed uh, about the the dosage that they were giving him. And then Milo uh, piped up with something like, uh, "Hey, uh, they're trying to Britney Spears you." And he said, "No, they're trying to Michael Jackson me." That's that's mm-hmm. what he. So that that's his yeah, understanding. He, he's out there, and I would say if he, if he really thinks all these people are out to get him, that he's probably not getting enough medication. I'm just no. saying. Yeah. They have medications now that that are much better than just lithium. Mm. Really, that's what they used to treat that with. I'm just want. I just wanted to bring it up because he certainly did sound like bipolar me. But anyway, no. It seems. All. Yeah. No. Thank you, Kathleen. It, it, I appreciate that. I because I have no insight personally about that, but. Um, I have, I, I am aware that this is one of the things that they say Kanye is, uh, is dealing with. Um, Jim Garrity wrote over at, uh, National Review that he goes back and forth on the question of whether it's worth it to commit significant amounts of time and energy to denouncing Trump's gathering at the dinner. How much time do you spend doing that? A former president choosing to meet with this ugly crowd is too newsworthy to ignore. And anyone with a shred of decency or functioning brain cells would, could, and should say, no, you should not welcome a hip-hop star who recently pledged to go to DEFCON 3 on Jewish people and a Holocaust-denying white nationalist. Note that Kanye's anti-Semitism and hatred are so spectacularly ignorant and lazy that he can't even be bothered to look up DEFCON, D-E-F, not death. Maybe Trump didn't know who Fuentes is. Maybe he did. It feels like, though, talking about that dinner, even to denounce the attendees, we're doing all of, the, uh, all of those narcissists a favor. I've talked about this before. It's one of the biggest challenges during the Trump era when he was running for president and was president was not making every single show about something he tweeted, something he said, something he did. Very difficult. John Sexton at hotair.com, he said, um, I question whether I wanted to write about this here. Do I really want to give oxygen to a guy like Nick Fuentes who has demonstrated that he's a racist and an anti-Semite? At the very first sign of resistance, Kanye got up and left. The very And it wasn't even... Well, here, hang on a second. I have... It wasn't even that bad. It wasn't even that bad. What, um, uh, what Poole said. He said he was upfront with Kanye... From the very beginning of all of it, I said, this is going to be a big issue before the show. Obviously, people are going to bring up the questions of anti-Semitism. Why don't we talk about the news? I want to hear what happened with this meeting. I want to understand what Yay 24 is. And then we can do a longer conversation about any of that stuff. And Yay, literally in the first five minutes, says, no, well, I want to talk about a group of people and, and point to them. Whatever, man. This You want to know why? Look, you, right. you're not going to sit here and you're going to walk out of the room. You're free to do so, man. But literally, I said a couple sentences about I don't think that's fair. Did I did I insult the man? He seriously can't handle he can't handle well, it. He also left during the Pierce Morgan interview he did, but he came back. So, I, again, I, we should be able to have this conversation 
What's up, Chris? He wants his phone. Oh. <laughs> he yeah. wants his phone. Look, man. No, he's leaving. I wanted to talk yeah. to these guys about why they're meeting with Here, Trump. Chris. I want to know what happened with the dinner because we yeah. hear a lot of rumors about it. I want to hear about their and 2024 platform, which they were promising, which they were talking about, like they're going to be officially. The, let, me, know, let, me, let me explain to everybody. That, you know, unfortunate they walked out. Fine. Maybe they'll come back. Whatever. This is the biggest challenge with dealing with identitarianism. I do not believe that the predeterminate factor in someone's worth, value, or agenda is based on immutable characteristics. Uh, Kanye is a black man. He does not represent all black people. There are Jewish individuals who work in, in, in banks. Dave Chappelle made the joke about Jewish people in Hollywood. And he said, but it doesn't mean anything. You got a lot of black people in Ferguson. It doesn't mean they run the place. Right. The point is, me, I'm all about individualism, meritocracy, personal responsibility. That means an individual of any background can be capable of anything. Exactly. Tim Pool's exactly right. Now, John Sexton says that's clearly who Nick Fuentes is, though. Based on that performance, it seems like Kanye holds some of those same views. And if that's the case, so be it. At least now we all know for sure, right? All right. Stick around. Brett Winnable's coming up next. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone. (laughs) 